Hey friends, Emma here. It's Tuesday, August 23rd. Welcome to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with your host, Kevin White. This is the podcast where we say yes to God's call to finish the task of the Great Commission. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin is a best-selling author, international speaker, and global brand publisher. He's founder executive director of Global Hope India and the CEO of Spirit Media. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Before starting today's episode, Kevin asked me to make sure you've heard about the Writers Club with Kevin White. Kevin just finished writing his third book in three years. He can help you write your first or next book. The Writers Club with Kevin White is a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Learn more at spiritmedia.us. That's spiritmedia.us. Okay, now here's your host, Kevin White. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for that warm introduction. I'm Kevin. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm waving at you right now. If you're listening wherever podcasts can be heard, we're so excited to have you in the audience. The last couple of weeks, Timsala and I have introduced you to a new friend, Kumar. And last week, he shared a powerful testimony. If you missed it, I hope you'll go back and listen to it. But today, we want to talk about how the global church is a bottleneck church, how we are imposing traditions and regulations on the body of Christ that are not biblical. And we're talking about the bottleneck church. Whether you realize it or not, whether you're in France or India or the USA, Canada, Mexico, wherever you are, you probably are a part, like it or not, of the bottleneck church. And we want to unleash the church to live the dream we see in Revelation 7, 9 through 12. Listen to this interview, this conversation between Timsala and Kumar and myself. I'll be right back after the interview. I want to hold up this bottle here and just illustrate it because what you are sharing is something that I have really been sensitive to. This is like the kingdom of God, the bottle here, and this right here is man's church. And we become a bottleneck of the work of God. And that would, mm. that should never be, but we institutionalize, we formalize, we require ordination requirements that are not biblical. And I, I don't mean that we just entrust leadership to the drunkard. That's not what I'm advocating for at all. I am saying we need to, to release the kingdom of God and allow God to move in his people. You know, there are some churches, I would say the vast majority of churches, this is just one example, will only allow the paid professional minister that has been ordained to baptize believers. No one else, no other believers are allowed to baptize unless you are paid, professional, uh, staffed, ordained minister. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to find that in the Bible. No. It's yeah. not biblical. And yet it's a practice. It's a tradition of man that has bottlenecked the gospel. 
it has limited Matthew 24, 14 from being fulfilled. After 2000 years after Jesus's death, and we're still waiting for roughly 3 billion people to have access to know about Jesus because we're limiting the access instead of allowing the access. And so I, I love house church movements. I know that they can be criticized. I know that they can be held suspicious that all of a sudden one church becomes 3,000, 3,000 becomes 3 million and on and on. It's like, okay, can't even comprehend this. It's not, it's not even conceivable, but if there are 7 billion people on planet earth, according to God's word, there are 7 billion potential churches on planet earth. And yet we in our denominations want to say, look at us. We have 250,000 churches. And yet world population is growing to 8 billion. Mm -hmm. We're celebrating 250,000 brick and mortar buildings. And that's a bottleneck to the gospel. We need to release the church to the believer. Uh, Martin Luther crucify or nailed to the church doors his his thesis and it was basically saying man's taking the salvation of god away from god and making it man and in that day churches were requiring offerings to be paid in order to go to heaven and martin luther said no that is not biblical give god back to man and he put his thesis on the wall of the church and today yeah. in 2022, we need more Kamars that are rising up and saying, give people access to God. Let mm. believers go and baptize believers. Let mm. disciples go and make disciples. Let mm. churches reproduce churches. Yes. And that's what, uh, you know, Paul was talking in Romans 10 too. Romans 10 verse 14 it says how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed and how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard and how shall they hear without a preacher it doesn't mean without uh, he's not saying you know somebody has to be an ordained minister or a pastor designated person per se but it is a command for every believer that Unless we go and tell, unless we go and share, unless we share the love of God, you know, there are people who are still waiting to hear about Jesus. And that's the command for every believer. And sometimes we just believe that only this certain group of people can share the gospel. But it is not. The command is for every believer. And that's what Jesus commanded. In Matthew 2 that for all of us to go and make disciples and so that's a command for all of us and when we obey you know 7 billion is not going to be enough when we all obey as church body together we can do it we can do it and we have to wherever we are we might be in the east we might be in the west it doesn't matter where we are just obey and reach out to people, our neighbors, people around us, your neighbors, who knows your next door neighbor might be 
just crying out, hoping that somebody will come and share. And so let us not hesitate and obey what the word of God says and know that because of you, somebody is going to hear about Jesus. Because of the way you acted, somebody will know, somebody will see Jesus. And so we all have to think that way. Uh, recently also I was telling people that when we are in Christ we have become a new creation the new creation second Corinthians 517 he said the old has gone and the new has come what does it mean a new has come and what is that new it, the new is the life of Christ it's not going back to life of Kumar now is the life of Christ. And the life of Christ is only has two things. To the lost, share the gospel. To the believers, train them to share the gospel. These two things is important in our life. And that, that, that is our lifestyle. I think this, this new creation is a very deep-rooted meaning. But people have taken it very light. What is that new creation? Now we are the creation of God. We have created in Christ now. So we should inbuild the mind of Christ. The Bible again says, you should have the mind of Christ because we are a new creation. Mm -hmm. So what is the mind of Christ? To go, share, make disciples, heal the sick, or train the people. I think Paul also used the same thing. He had the mind of Christ and he was sharing the gospel, healing the people, and also he was training the people. That's why in 2 Timothy 2, it clearly says, train others. He was telling to Timothy to train others, to train others to do the same. So we, we all are in new creations. We are all, uh, has to be a lifestyle of Christ, sharing to the people. And through the training where Temsula invited, that's the point I came to realize the church is not a building. Church means you and I is the church. I'm a new, now we build as a, the Christ built church in our hearts. We are the church. So where yes. church can gather, we can I gather remember, anywhere. I remember the training where we asked people to draw what, according to their understanding, was a church. And I mean, 99.9 or 100%, when that question was put, everybody drew a building. Everybody drew a building. I want to tell you something. This pandemic has helped most of the mega churches in our region to know who is the church. Yeah. So now, after this, the Lord gave me to focus urban and we call Metro Light City because it came in my dream on 20th August 2021. Mm. And the Lord was showing me a darkest place. He was taking me and it was full of huge buildings. And suddenly, uh, when he took me to two steps, I saw all the all the buildings popped up with lights and the train was moving from top. So early morning when I got up, I saw, wow, that is metros where we always do in a eating meeting and sitting, we used to say, in the conference hall in the big cities, but we never do the gospel sharing. Now the Lord is pushing me, how shall I do it? So when I went, after this lockdown, I talked with the mega churches, they were happy. So I would say this pandemic really has 
mega churches to realize that uh, the mega the churches means not the not the big ordained minister, but the people, the members of the mega churches. They already came to know that we can meet in homes. We can have church through Zoom. They already got the message, so it was easy. And now in Metrolites, uh, 148 mega churches are going daily, every day, sharing the gospel. Mm. I have all the records, you know? So people are happy and things are going on very well. Yeah, yeah. I just want to once again, just mention the sovereignty of God. God did not go to sleep when COVID-19 was, yes. was identified. He did not say, okay, I'm just going to have to put my kingdom building and a kingdom expansion strategy on pause and let this, let the world heal from the, from the virus. If anything, God used the virus for his glory. He shut down billions of dollars of brick and mortar. Think about it. All of these churches prioritizing the building of the church, and there's nothing necessarily sinful about that unless we idolize that more than we do the presence, the peace, the power of Almighty God through the infilling of the Holy Spirit into the individual believer. If we begin to say, there's where the presence of God is in my brick and mortar, instead of teaching them that the presence of God is in you, wherever you are, regardless of brick and mortar, then we're, we are misrepresenting the Bible. And God shut brick and mortar down allowed the virus to shut down thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars of facilities sitting vacant for days, weeks, months. Why? Because he wanted to return the presence of God, the value being I'm going to go into God's presence to I am going to exhibit God's presence. Now, unlike ever before in our modern recent history, we now have believers around the world. If you are a believer today, you have survived by finding the Holy Spirit within. You can't, you can't survive. You can't come home every day to the evening news or what you read in the paper and think, I am a living as an orphan until I can go back to church this coming Sunday and be in God's presence. You're not going to survive. You're not going to make it to Sunday anymore. You've got to find the presence of God day by day, moment by moment within you through the infilling of the Holy Spirit. That's been the gift. That's been the promise. That's been the, been the provision of Almighty God. But yet we had it wrong. The church had it wrong when we valued facilities more than the infilling of the Holy Spirit. After the facilities closed, what do you hear the preaching word? It is God is with you. Mm. <laughs> the universal word around the world from church over here, church over there, church over there, mega church, live stream here, live stream there, internet, sermon. It was one common thing. God is with you. <laughs> you are not alone. God, yes. God is with you. And yet they're not sitting in brick and mortar anymore. And so, Kamar, talk to us, because one of the things we don't yet have 
Now what we have is the virus is subsiding. The symptoms are subsiding. It's now safe to go back out. And all of a sudden, brick and mortar is becoming now another value, at least in the Western world. What we don't hear is the training of the believers to be the ambassadors, the ministers, the pastors, the evangelists, the church planters. And if we're not careful, we're going to go back into where we're just saying, feed me, pastor, instead of me being the pastor. And there you have it. Are you a part of the bottleneck church? I am. I don't like it, but it's a reality. We are imposing regulations, traditions, thoughts, and ideas about God that are not biblical. And instead of freeing the believer to go and be commissioned to go reach other believers, to baptize other believers, we are putting it into a formal church. I love the church. I'm not wanting to be critical of the church. I've been a church planner my whole life. And evangelism is a high value, a top priority in my life. Proclaiming and demonstrating the love of Christ has been my investment in Global Hope India for the last 20 years. I've lived this out. But the reality is the Bible calls the individual believer to be the church. You are the church. I am the church. It's not brick and mortar. It's not a building. It is the people. And I hope you heard that loud and clear. We'll see you back here next week. God bless you all. There are 3 billion people alive today who still have limited to no access to know about Jesus. Most live in the 1040 window. This is the rectangular area 10 degrees north and 40 degrees north latitude, extending from North Africa through India, the Middle East, and Asia. For over 20 years, Global Hope India has been empowering local churches throughout India to provide access to Jesus. You can make a difference now at globalhopeindia.org. Thank you for listening to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with Kevin White. Don't forget to visit spiritmedia.us for the Writers Club with Kevin White, a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Visit spiritmedia.us today. Visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's free daily one-minute motivation series, called Generously Blessed. Kevin's books, Audacious Generosity and Get to the Point are available in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us, worldwide on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere books are sold. Your five-star review on Amazon will be greatly appreciated. This has been Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Global Hope India, all rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of how God uses missions to bring real and lasting change through Jesus Christ. Join Global Hope India again next week for Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White.